Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So I, if you're a Lightning fan, Steve Verstig, I don't know, are, are you thrilled? I suppose you're thrilled that there is a Game 7. Absolutely. That, that the Lightning won in dramatic fashion in, in overtime, Braden Point with the game winner. Um, they take it 4-3, to three, and so they got a chance, right? They're going back to Toronto where they, they have to win there. You're finally going to have to win two in a row to win a series. Or are you just like can't believe this team allowed two goals in 26 seconds at the end of the second period, and they've been basically outplayed by Toronto in this series. Can you agree with kind of both? I don't I don't know if, if Toronto's outplayed them. Mm. I, I think the Lightning has gift wrap a lot of opportunities for them, and Toronto has cashed in. And, All right. And I, I'm not saying the Lightning have outplayed Toronto, but I don't I – don't, I, don't, I think the series has been pretty even. Now, it's been lopsided at times. Yeah. I mean, game one, the Lightning played their worst game, and, mm-hmm. and the Leafs probably played their best. Game four, the Lightning played their best game. The Leafs probably played their worst. Um, and then you've had ebbs and flows. I mean, game five was – and game six were the only two that were really close uh, throughout the whole contest, which is, you know, as they're kind of getting to know each other and, and figure each other out and make adjustments, the games are getting closer. Uh, a lot less penalties called in Game Six, uh, although the penalties were crucial, yeah. particularly in the third period, as as the Maple Leafs end up giving up a five on three for a minute forty five. I don't know what Kerfoot was thinking uh, on with that, the high stick on the play. Well, so he's he's got a shot shorthanded to go down the ice. That's fine, mm-hmm. but you have a one goal lead in the third period, and you're right. shorthanded, right? So. You, you got the shot down there. Hedman kind of takes it from you. You can't keep pursuing it that intensely. You've got to make sure defensively you're fine. And he's going at it like they're down a goal trying to score. And he gets a stick up and hits hits Hedman in the face. And now it's a five on three. When now, you're, when you're yeah. up one goal in the third, you cannot give up a five on three in that situation. No, that was that was what allowed this whole thing to happen, obviously. And, and the lightning cashed in. There was a question in my mind when I saw that play whether Hedman sort of like embellished just a bit, but I guess he did get hit in the face, and that's really all that matters, right? He's got a stick in the face. I mean, when you look at a slow mo, you could sit there and say to him, "But have you ever been hit in the face?" No, and nor do I want to be. I mean, I was telling somebody if if a stick hit me in the face, you'd see me in about three months. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean that's that's a that's a sensitive area of your body. Oh, and you're going to try to move your head to to avoid yeah. it. And you're trying you know? to do something else, and you get hit. You're going to flinch like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. And speaking of embellishment, that call on Nick Paul was crap. That was terrible. Yeah, the stick was, was between his legs. What do you think he's going to do? If he could have kept his balance, I think he would have tried. I yeah. think. And remember, they're on ice on skates too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, come on. Of course, he fell down. How do you have both a tripping penalty, meaning that you trip the guy? And then an embellished penalty, meaning that he really shouldn't have fallen down. Like what? 
I hate that in hot. I uh, look. I'm all for embellishment penalties. If a guy's embellishing trying to get a call, by all means, call. But if there's a penalty on the play, there should be no such thing as embellishment. Especially there was a, a penalty. It was a trip. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. If you if you weren't tripped and tried to fake trip, you know, fall down trying to get a call and looking at the official, then call embellishment. Right. Right. But I don't get this. There's a penalty, but. You fell too hard or something, so now we're going to even it yeah, up was, and not penalize the guy who committed the penalty. I'm like, what? That's crap. I, yeah. I, and, but it's not just this game. I mean, that's, that's the rule in hockey, and I just I don't get it. I don't understand that rule. Yeah. Well, I, look, this was one of those games where I thought that Andre Vasilevsky was tremendous. Um, they could have lost in many different ways in many different times. Mm-hmm. He kept them in it, uh, including in overtime. You know, uh, he he was their best player, I thought, from start to finish. And they've got they've you know they've got a chance. I mean, they're on the road; they're going to have to win two in a row. They haven't done that yet in the series, and but nobody has. No one has, right? Somebody's going to have to do it to to advance. Well, no, Toronto doesn't have to do it to advance. Oh, that's right; they won't have to. You're right because they have Game Seven; they got the yep. home home ice. But there's pressure on Toronto. Because of their history, because of the fact that they haven't won a series in so long. This core because group is now 0-9 in elimination game where they could have eliminated their opponent. Ouch. Oh, and Meanwhile, the Lightning, which won't pertain to Game 7, have now won 17 straight 17. games mm-hmm. where they lost a game in the same postseason as before. So it's not carrying over from the Columbus loss. Yeah. That matches the sixty-two to sixty-six Boston Celtics for the best what? record in the history of MLB, NHL, and NBA. Was it like a Bill Russell on that team? Yeah, I mean that's when they're winning what ten straight championships or whatever 10 or it was, 11. ten yeah, out of 11, twelve, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the they've matched the best record all time now in U.S. major sports. Football doesn't count because you don't have series, but in Hockey, basketball, and baseball. 17 straight games that you win the next game after you lose in the same postseason. That's incredible. And it, it held tonight. You didn't, it didn't look like it at the end of the second. And, and we could talk about giving up t- two goals in 26 seconds. Terrible. Uh, I think Andre Vasilevsky would probably like that first one back. That he, uh, on, yeah, on, on Tavares maybe. he stopped, but then it, it ricocheted up, and he tried to glove it down, and it went over his glove into the net. Um, That's fair, but you can't then, with 13 or 12 or whatever seconds was left, give up another one. Well, no, you know? and, and that was just really poor defense. Um, there were several plays throughout that the Lightning, and, and John Cooper's talked about this, you know, you're up 2 nothing. You don't need to score any more goals. Just keep them out of the net. But they got greedy at times. Yeah, they've not been that team this playoff series. I, I know, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day when, when they were rolling in the last mm-hmm. maybe two Stanley Cups, a 2-0 lead seemed insurmountable. You know, it just did. And they, they played that, you know, made teams go 200 feet and they stood them up at the blue line and all that stuff. They're not, they haven't been that team in this series. They just... You know, this is this is what I mean by if not outplayed, I, I don't know what you call it, but like when you have two games in a row where you're up two zero, and things are really going your way, to to find yourselves down in, in a dogfight, scrapping to just tie the game, 
that's just not who they've been in these last two Stanley Cup pursuits. I don't know what it is. The that... mental mistakes are so uncharacteristic in this series. And I don't know if it's they're tired mentally from all the hockey from the last two and a half years. I don't know if it's the speed of Toronto. It's forcing them to speed up their mental game, causing them to make mistakes because everything's happening quicker than it does in the regular season, and that's a very fast team on the other side. Yeah, it is. You know, I don't know why, but, I mean, you know, there were times, you know, we talked about in Game 5 when McDonough's trying to force the puck up through three of his teammates and, and several Maple Leafs, and that ends up being the game-winning goal they give up. There was another play tonight where he pinched in unnecessarily, and all of a sudden it's a two-on-one the other way. Mm-hmm. Now, the Lightning stopped it, but it's, you know, it's – Ryan, you didn't need to do that in that play. And Ryan's had a great series. Don't get me wrong. But there's some plays you're scratching your head going, that's not like you. Yeah. Particularly when you had a lead at the time. Yeah. Well, that's been the most disturbing thing is that they've had control of games. I mean control of them. Uh, not just on the scoreboard, but just where we're just playing the right way. And then suddenly they're in this dogfight. And then they're trailing and scrapping to try to get back in at the tie. I give them credit. I mean, you know. The five-on-three can't happen if you're Toronto. Toronto's made some mistakes, too, let's mm-hmm. be honest. But Oh, absolutely. The Lightning aren't alone in that in this series. No, no. They've made plenty of their own. And and listen, no matter what, the goal by Braden Point <laughs> was epic. I mean, he has come up with some big damn goals in the last two years, <laughs> three what? years now. He's now tied with Marty St. Louis for the franchise record, three over, game-winning overtime goals. In the That's playoffs. crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you need the big one in overtime, and and that just did sneak through, sneak through to get in there. But man, the building—you were there. Have you heard it louder than that? Was it more electric than that? Um, game five of Montreal last year was louder, but okay, that's when you actually won the cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, that right. one should be louder. Yeah, right. It's but over, I, yeah. I don't know if it's been much louder than that. I mean, it's it was rocking. Yeah, um, and it was bleak at the end of the second. It was that building was quiet. Mm-hmm. And it should have been. I mean, that was they were stunned. I was stunned. I'm watching this with a bunch of people just like down the street, a bunch of neighbors, man. And I, I, we just kind of looked at each other. It's like how did they? How, and I kept saying right at the end of the period. You know, there's nothing more demoralizing, by the way, mm-hmm. than to give up a goal right before the period ends when you're in the final thirty seconds, final minute, anything. I, I like can that. think of something more demoralizing. Giving up two in the final minute. And that's what I... So we're watching this game, and I go, okay, there's 30 seconds. I go, don't give up a late goal. Just don't give up the late goal because it's two to one. They give up the goal, and I go, son of a gun. Look at that. They did it. And then there's just a few seconds left. I go, okay, now don't compound it. But Oh, my God, they give up another one. Like, it was that fast. It was like, I haven't seen a team do that you know, in the end of a period in, in the span of 26 seconds like that, that was just, that's usually cataclysmic. I mean, that you usually don't come back from that. And, and for the, for half of the, more than half of the third period, they hadn't come back from that. Um, but they stuck with it. They got, they got the, obviously they tied it up. Uh, and then, and then, and then again, Vassy, I thought made some great saves, um, down the stretch and in overtime and, and Braden point wins it. So, here we are. You know, the, the, the Lightning have, have life, and Toronto has pressure and expectation. 
and all the things that comes with playing a game seven. But you know what? This is why they got home ice. Mm-hmm. They were the better team throughout the regular season, and 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 you can sit there and you can, uh, you know, say, well, all they have to do is make the playoffs, and all they have to, you know, it really doesn't matter as long as you get. It. You know what? Now it matters. Now in game seven, suddenly it matters where it is. I think, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be a much to me. It's going to be a harder task to go into Toronto than if you were playing in front of your home fans. I don't know that they come back in this game if if that game you know, was was in Toronto on Thursday. I don't know that they come back from that. Um, so they're going to have to, you know, the one thing they've done, I'll give them this, this much, the last two games they have come out flying. They have come out fast. They have come out and outplayed, I thought, Toronto in, in, in the first period of both those games. Mm-hmm. They have to do that again because in the previous games that they lost, they were flat. They, did, they were outskated. They did, not, they did not have a good start to those games. But they've been ahead now 2-0 in the last two games mm-hmm. and, and struggled their butts off to win one of them. And to me, I don't – it they, they just really haven't hit their stride. I, the one thing I'll say, this game – and I'm not – I don't know that the officials missed a lot of calls. But you'd have to agree with me. This game was not officiated like all the others. They let a lot of stuff go, I think. And, I'm, and I don't, can't remember a specific egregious penalty they mm-hmm. missed necessarily – but it seemed to me like, you know, there was nonstop action. I, there was barely a commercial break, you know. I don't, was I, yeah, I down. don't think the officials wanted to call penalties tonight. Exactly. Now. And, and to, to the credit of the players, they were not looking to go to the box either. You didn't mm-hmm. see the unnecessary stick penalties. You well, didn't see too many men on the ice. There was nothing going on post-whistle in this game. Nothing. No, nobody shoved anyone near you, the net. No you one. know their coaches had told them, you are not going to the box. That's correct. That's you know, correct. You could tell that was drilled into them in the two game, two days both, in between. Both teams, yes. That mm-hmm. we're not you're don't touch them. You right. Know. There was a little bit, you know, okay, you're right in front of the net, let me push you over here a little bit. But it wasn't the shoves, it wasn't the scrums. No eye hand yeah. eye washing and all that. There yeah. was this was there was none of that in this game. It was pure go play hockey. And you could tell it was drilled in. We're not taking those after whistle penalties. And what Don't cost Toronto were the, 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 the two sticks. I mean, yeah. the high stick was what, mm-hmm. you know, careless, uh, over-aggressive, as you pointed out. That That's what gave them the five-on-three. And and the Lightning didn't do that. They didn't have those penalties. They didn't have too many money. That's all that stupid stuff. Yeah, they, stuff only, they really done. only gave up one power play. I mean, Nick Paul mm-hmm. went off with Hall. So I mean, it was the tripping or interference and embellishment. So that was right. a four-on-four. Four on only, four. only the Cal foot hooking which he had a stick between the legs and tripped the guy. I mean, it was a penalty. Yeah. That was the only power play they gave up. So, Right. Uh, it's, look, it's been a hell of a series. And, and, I, and I do believe that if the – there's something to me about this series, and I think Toronto's really, really good. Um, obviously, they got elite players in Austin Matthews and, and others. But mm-hmm. I, I do think that if they get out of this, really whoever gets out of this, but if the Lightning were to survive this, Something tells me that they'll be able to exhale just a bit. Something tells me that, you know, you got to get going, right? You have to win one series before you can think about winning two, much less three, mm-hmm. much less the Stanley Cup. I think they would take a breath and, and get into some kind of rhythm, get into some kind of gear, understand a little bit better how, you know, how to play again. Potentially, um, but your next opponent is most likely the President's Cup trophy winning Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers. And then that. Who, have come back from a three-goal deficit in Game Five. Yeah, that's so right. 
That's right. Um, you know, I mean, you say that, but you the can make an argument. You can make an argument that that between Florida, Toronto, and Tampa, that's the three best teams in the Eastern Conference. Right. Now, and it's supposed to get harder as you advance. Mm-hmm. Carolina had more points, and so did the Rangers. But you could make that argument. Maybe Carolina's in there. But three of the four best teams in the Eastern Conference are going to yeah. play each other, or two of them are going to get knocked out before you get to the conference finals beca- between each other. Now, uh, I'm assuming Florida advances past Washington. They're up three games to two. Game six will be tonight. Yep. If necessary, game seven on Sunday. Yeah, they're in good shape. Yeah. But, well, in good shape, except so we had four game sixes on Thursday night. Three of them are going to game sevens. Yeah, yeah, Only the true. Blues advance past the Wild. We could end up with six game sevens in the first round of the NHL. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Holy cow. We have three of them on Saturday. We have Boston Carolina at 430. The Lightning Maple Leafs will be a 7 o'clock start on Saturday. That just came out right before we started to record this podcast. And then Edmonton, L.A. will be at 10 o'clock Saturday night. And then Sunday, mm-hmm. we could have three more, depending on the games tonight. You've got Pittsburgh and New York. Pittsburgh's up 3-2. to two. You've got Calgary-Dallas. Florida-Washington's uh, the other one. So those are your three series. You could have six game sevens this weekend. In That's the NHL. insane. We'll see how and tonight goes. But There's nothing better. I mean, there's nothing better than a game seven in, in any sports, but especially NHL. And they're all going to put it on the line. I mean, there's, you, you know... Mm-hmm. You're not going to hold anything back, and predominantly they're all healthy. So, you know that's that's a good thing too. Look, this is when your experience should play a payoff. They've been in this position before. They've come through. They've won two Stanley Cups. They've won back to back. There is pressure on Toronto, unquestionably. There's pressure. There's expectation you're going to win in that building. Uh, it should be your advantage, but it can also get very nervous if if the Lightning can get on top like they did the last game and this time hold it, but. Uh, man, I, I I still can't believe they won that game. I I'm telling you, when you make those mistakes and they end up in the back of your net like that, at the end of a second period, it just didn't feel like it was ever going to be their night. And somehow they managed to overcome that and and force a game seven. So can't wait really for Saturday. It's going to be uh, it's going to be epic. Whatever happens, one way or the other. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Bucks got a look at their schedule for 2022. And let me say this. It's been acknowledged by the NFL that when Tom Brady decided to unretire, to come back, they had to go back in and try to even out some of the NFC games because there's so many great matchups from a quarterback standpoint with the Bucks. But they did not. It's as if the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bucks informed the league that Brady is back, and they said, oh, really, watch this. <laughs> Would you look at the first four games the Bucks are playing in this in this season? I'm telling you, you could, have, you could have thrown them out any way you wanted to. You could have taken these 17 games, put them in a hat, and pulled them out. You couldn't have pulled them out much worse than this, in my opinion. It is a gauntlet of games. First of all, they start on the road the first two weeks. Never a good thing in the NFL to have two road games. I don't mind... 
you know, if you're if you're a team that has to start a season on the road, sometimes that's good. Um because if you get a win, you come home, you got house money. But the first game is like last year's first game. They played the Dallas Cowboys, only this time it's in Dallas. Uh, Dallas barely lost. I mean, the Bucs needed a last-second field goal to win that game on the NFL's opener on a Thursday night a year ago in Tampa. Okay? Uh, I think the Cowboys are still an elite team. I, I know they've lost some pieces. I know that Mike McCarthy's under fire. I know that they haven't won a playoff game in so many years. All that stuff. But to to, to start the season at Jerry World. I really that, believe that the Cowboys ah, are going to be our year. Yeah, this is our year. We're going it's going to be tough. It's going to be a building that's on fire. And they're they're coming for Tom Brady. They're coming for the Bucks. They 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 they're they're mad they got beat in what was really one of their better games that they played a year ago. And so okay, and oh by the way, it's Sunday night football. Of course. There are five for the third straight year, the Bucks have their maximum of five nationally televised primetime games to start the season and maybe more depending on what happens in the flex week in week uh, 18. So you start at Dallas, and then if that weren't enough, now you're going to New Orleans, a team that has beaten Brady four straight times in the regular season. Tough place to play. Oh, by the way, it's the Saints' home opener. Okay, so you had the home opener, the season opener in Dallas. You have the Saints' home opener in New Orleans. You don't think they're coming for Tom Brady, and Tom Brady wants them too. They got him in the playoffs when he when he went on to the Super Bowl, but hasn't beaten him in the regular season. Um, that game is is I think at four twenty five or so on. That's a on one the, o'clock. That's a one. Was that one o'clock Fox game? Okay, all right. So you're like, all right, well, two on a road. That's tough, man. But we got the home opener. Oh yeah, guess what? It's the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? And 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 I mean, I know that that the Packers have lost some pieces, and I know that the Bucks. You know, uh, beat them what twice in the year? They won the Super Bowl and all of that. But Rodgers against Brady, delicious matchup, right? No doubt about it. Um, and so you have that game, and then to be followed by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at night on, a, on a, another. Uh, that's another Sunday night game, I believe. That's correct. Um, so now, I mean, listen, lesser quarterbacks would go zero and four with that. I was just thinking, like, what if Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask had been the guys after all? They would they would be almost like relieved to win one out of those four. I'm serious when I tell you this. If they come out of this two and two, then you're still everything's okay. You're still in it. This is a gauntlet of teams assuming that everybody is healthy when you play them. I can't remember a, a, a much more difficult start than what they're going to face with these with these four teams because basically what you have is the three division champions you play plus a team that has owned you in the regular season and has swept you the last two years with Tom Brady, okay? I just don't know that it could have fallen much harder than it did for them for the first four weeks. That is a tough gun. Two Sunday night games, the two road games. I mean, that that's – I mean, maybe if you replace the Rams or the Bengals with the Saints, maybe it's tougher. But, I mean, that's beyond true. that, although those are home games. Right, right. You know, I mean, those are your two – those are probably your two toughest road games – I mean, you got to go to San Francisco. You got to go to the Cardinals. Yeah, you're going to San Francisco. That's the other thing. Those are the other tough road games. Those are late in the season. Right. 
You know, the Steelers. You know, Rams at home. Who their quarterback tough. are, but yeah, yeah. I mean, their schedule this year, which we knew going in, was tough. Oh, for sure. I mean, the matchups are crazy. I mean, you've got tremendous quarterbacks, tremendous teams on this schedule. You know, the quarterback matchups are insane. Um, they did, and, and here's the thing: they, you know, they've they've got a lot of national TV games. We know that they've got to go to Germany in November. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first time, the NFL is playing three day three games on Christmas night, Christmas Day. The Bucks have the late one. The Bucks have the night one. They're at Arizona. It's the first time the Bucks have ever played on Christmas Day. I'm thrilled. Listen, I'm not going to complain. I get to go watch a football game. What, what am I? What, who cares about what I have to do? But um, it's another late game. It's the West Coast. You're getting in the next morning at about six a.m. something like that, uh, Eastern time after the game. Flying straight back. It's more travel when you've got a trip to Germany. You've got another trip to San Francisco later in the year in December. Um, yeah, Christmas night, you're going to have the Buccaneers. And, and it's great for fans as they prepare their holidays and eat their meals and turn on the TV and watch Tom Brady. But that, that's a tough game. And, and, you know, Kyler Murray and those guys are very good. So, you know, five prime time, we're not surprised including a Thursday night game on Amazon. But it is a a daunting start to the schedule. Now, if you can survive that, if you can survive the the first four, um, you know, there is a stretch there where you get like five, I think you get like five out of seven, including those five out of seven at home. Yeah, starting with uh, Green Bay, you get yeah. five out of seven at home. Which so is until you go to Germany, which technically is a home game too, but... True. It's, yeah, it just happens but, to be over but there. Five out of seven at Ray J from September twenty fifth to November sixth. Yeah, but you're you know listen. I mean you you know you know before you get to the Rams, you're you're playing Lamar Jackson. You're like the quarterbacks on this schedule are just next level. So you come back, you have the bye week, and then then you're uh, you're going to Cleveland, and you got to play Deshaun Watson. Then you're hosting the Saints on Monday Night Football. So another nationally televised game against a team that has owned you. Then all the way to the West Coast with San Francisco. Then you're hosting the AFC champion Bengals before going out to Arizona on Christmas night, and you wind up with the two division games at the end of the season, which most teams do, uh, the Panthers and and the Falcons. A lot of these division games are spread out, um, very much spread out this season, the six of them. Um, So that's going to be interesting too. Look, it was always going to be a tough schedule, um, but the way it fell, Dallas, the Saints, the best other team in the NFC, Green Bay and Kansas City. Wow. I mean, good news is Green Bay and Kansas City are at home. Uh, bad news is you got to play them back-to-back. Uh, but like I said, if they survive that, then it then you could maybe take a breath with the Falcons, uh, you know, with the Steelers, who knows what who or what will be. Uh, their situation, who will be quarterbacking then, the Panthers. So you got a little bit of, of, of rebounding room here. I would just never bet against Tom Brady. I don't think he's lost two in a row to start a season in his career. Um, and I don't know that he's going to start now. But um, it was very enlightening, to say the least, to see how these games, how they fell, how they spread out. And uh, for entertainment purposes, though, if you're a football fan, 
you know, and I and I, I can see what happened. I mean, when Brady comes back, they go, wait a minute, we got Brady and Prescott. We got Brady and Rodgers. We got Brady and Mahomes. We've got Brady and Lamar Jackson. We got Brady and Matthew Stafford in a rematch against the Rams. Brady and Kyler Murray's on Sunday night Bra- football. Brady and 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 Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Brady and Kyler Murray at Christmas. Like, how do you not have them on TV as much as possible? And they do. And one of those games, even the last one against the Falcons, depending on what it means, it's sort of a TBA. It could be flexed. And you could can be end moved up to Saturday. Six. Yeah, it could yeah. be Saturday or Sunday that weekend. Right, They'll and have, it could be national TV. We'll get some games that Saturday. Yeah, it could be national TV as well. So, yeah, no, uh, no lack of, of of drama and exposure. But man, the schedule makers are coming for TB twelve. They are maximizing, especially early in the season, um, his national TV appearance. And you know, if it gets to be too much, he just grabs the mic and goes up and tells Greg Olson to move over. This, after seeing the schedule, does he go? Ah, maybe I'll go broadcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you plan on doing it now. I mean, Kevin Burkhart's like, you know, we got your seat ready. We'll just knock Greg Olson out anytime you. By the way, the game, the Super Bowl is on Fox. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Oh, he'll be part of the coverage if he's not playing in the game. Yeah, I would imagine. And if he's playing sure. in the game, he'll be all they he'll cover. He'll be part of the coverage, too. Yeah. <laughs> Call his own game. But yeah, so it's um, it's always fun. You know, I mean, the thing about the schedule is you can kind of look at it, and at least me. And I can say, okay, here's my life. here's how my life is gonna gonna fall. Here's where I'm gonna be on this date, uh, and and, and you know people can plan accordingly too if they want to go on these road trips or, or or buy tickets and you know see them play. Great home schedule, man. I mean, if you can see if you can see Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes uh, and Lamar Jackson and the Rams and Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow and Joe Burrow in the same year at Raymond James, man, what else? What else do you want? Those, those, you know, there's some gold jackets in there for sure, uh, and some Super Bowl champions as well, and some MVPs. I mean, it is, it is a a star studded last season. It makes me wonder too, like if things don't count. You know, Brady came back in in many ways because one, he can still play and absolutely ball. He came up, you know, fifty three hundred sixteen yards and forty three touchdowns, all of that. Um, but he also had unfinished business. He just did not like the way it ended with the Rams and who would he brought them back down 28 to three and they, they lose it at the end and probably felt like, look, if we win that game, we're hosting San Francisco for the championship. We would have gone back to Super Bowl. whatever. Only one team is happy, but man, you look at the schedule and you go, what if Brady, you know, God forbid, doesn't make the playoffs or wins eight games, nine games. Like it, is that going to motivate him to come back and say, I'm not letting it, I'm not letting it end this way. In, in other words, he really kind of had, even though he didn't make it to a Super Bowl, he had a better ending last year. You know, he, he you know, no, no shame in, in winning 29 games in two years, a Super Bowl, and then also leading the league in passing like that. That's going out on top. There's a chance here. I don't know how realistic it is, but I mean, there's a chance here that they don't make the postseason, Um, and, and with an outlier that maybe they don't even have, you know, a winning season or or maybe a nine win season. Like you just don't know. So he's definitely rolled the dice. He's definitely, you know, gonna face his biggest challenge at age forty five, which he turns in August. It it's gonna take every bit of every player on that roster and probably then some, depending on how injuries go, to try to pull this off and have a good year and win the NFC South again and 
get back into these playoffs and hopefully have a home game or two and get back to the point that they were at when they beat the Rams. The Rams game is late enough in the year um, that it could have some impact on the NFC, you know, standings as far as the playoffs go. Um, but man, I, whoo, yeah, 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 yeah. What a, what a start to the year. Cowboys, Saints, Packers, Chiefs. I mean, holy moly. That is, that is really something. So always fun to see the schedule drop and, um, see what's going on with other teams as well. All right. Meanwhile, the Rays had a day off. They begin their series against the Toronto Blue Jays, a big one. I actually will be covering the Rays on Sunday. And then uh, tomorrow night we have Game 7, of course, the deciding game in the big Toronto-Tampa Bay series. I I can't imagine how that's going to go, but uh, whoever wins this series is going to have earned it because it's, it's it's been dramatic on both sides, to say the very least. So hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a great weekend. For Steve Bursick, I'm Rick Stroud, the Tampa Bay Times. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.